Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Derry Davis here at Higher Heights Ministry Center, right here in the city of Danville, Virginia. You are about to hear a phenomenal message. I want you to subscribe and I want you to share it and be blessed. Man, amen. Let's keep those hands clapping for God. Come on. This is the most exciting portion of the service. Yes. I tell you, man, that song, Goodness of God, it really does something to me to know how good and how faithful that God has been in my life. I tell you, there's a verse in that, and it, in the verse of that song, it says, I've known you as a father, I have known you as a friend, and I have lived in the goodness of God. The verse says, I know your voice. You know, and I can't help to think that I realize the voice of the Lord. And I know that he's been so faithful to me. I know that he's been so good to me and my family. That's why people ask me all the time. They say, how are you going to get up and you preach another sermon? And this, what are you going to talk about? And I got to the point where I just realized that he gives seed to the soul. All I got to do is say yes. At the level I'm at, yes. Where I'm going, yes. All I know is yes. This is not my seed. This is not my gift. Yes. What's next? Yes. What you going to say? I don't know. Yes. He gives seed to the sower. He gives seed to the sower. For I know the goodness of God. He has been so, so faithful. So, so, so good. And I thank you, God, for this opportunity. I thank you, Father, for this day. Father, you have been so good to me. You've been so good to us all. Father, you have never forsaken, for you have never failed us, God. And I thank you for who you are. Father, for the very redemption of our sins, Father, you did not give up on us. And I thank you for that. The goodness of God. How deep is your mercy? How deep is your faithfulness? How deep is your love for the heart and the souls of men? How deep, how compassionate are you for us, Father? I pray that as I decrease myself, Father, with the words that you have given me, whether many or few, I pray that it impact the listener. I pray that it impact the listener, Father, in the way that you would have it. Father, I pray that it falls on good ground, God. I pray that the ground, Father, will bring forth fruit, as you have said, Father. For you give seed to the soul. And in the name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. 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 I had already jumped into my message, but I just want to give praise and honor to my bishop for the continuous prayers and the good teaching we received on this morning. I just thank God for you so, so much. I thank God for you, First Lady, for being his rock, his firm, uh, solid place where he can go as well and being a good example for me and my wife. And I give a big shout out to my wife in her absence. She's on a little mini vacation, but I say hello, love. Uh, throw me some hearts up there, and I know you're watching. But my family has just recently, and y'all can have your seats. I'm going to do a little talking, a little teaching. God is so good, and I'm, I'm excited about this word. This is a simple, simple word. It's very simple, you know. I, I say this to say, we're going to talk about God giving seed to the sower. That's it. That's it. I'm already going to let you know that's all we're going to talk about. 
When he gives seed to the soil, it makes it easy. I begin to think and I begin to realize how, man, you know, sometimes I may get paid as a man and I may look at my check and I may see all my requirements that I have in my house and this and that and the third. But he makes it easy because the yes comes with my 10 percent and I send it because I know the seed came. He gives it to the sower. I realize that and it makes it easy to give. But. My family, we just came back from a phenomenal trip. I'm going to throw a plug out there. I'm not a Great Wolf Lodge spokesperson. I don't get paid for none of this promotional stuff or anything. Look at my daughter holding her hand up. <laughs> she, she wants to be a spokesperson. But we had the opportunity to take a family vacation, and we went down to the Great Wolf Lodge. I don't know if y'all are familiar with it. It's just a cabin for kids. You got an indoor water park. and There's a whole lot of cool things that they have there for the children to do. And also the big kids, too. <laughs> so dad was having a good time. But before we went, you know, we stopped by a farmer's market. And my wife sells at the farmer's market every Saturday. So it's nothing new to me. But just being able to be outside of your farmer's market that you're used to and to be able to go see a larger one. So as we were going uh, to our destination, we stopped at a fairly large farmer's market, one of the biggest ones that I had seen. And as we begin to walk, my daughter now calls it, Dad, are we going to the short farmer's market or the long one? <laughs> I said, babe, we'll go to the long one another day, okay? But as we begin to walk the long farmer's market, and I begin to see how happy people were at their tables, I begin to see tomatoes, grapes. I begin to see cabbage. I begin to see different things, soaps, cakes, different things that people have made. And I begin to walk through and some tables had the names on it. Some would be like, this is from BB Farms. This is from such and such farms, the best produce in the land, best tomatoes out, softest peaches out. And as we begin to walk through and my wife was like, you good? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying myself. And as I began to look, and I said, where did this all come from? Where did these seeds come from? Come on now. That we all stand up, and we go, and we sell, and we put our name on it. See, when we put our name on it, that's my gift. That's my talent. That's my money I work for. That's when we hold it. But the revelation came that everybody was selling a seed that was given. Woo! And that encouraged me. That encouraged me. I'm here to tell you today, people, stop. And we're not going to worry about what's to come, what we got to do, what we're required to do. Stop. Realize where the source is. The source is our Lord, Jesus Christ. He is our source, and he gives seed to the sower. <laughs> Amen. Let's do it. We're going to turn our Bibles to 2 Corinthians, and we're going to start in 2 Corinthians uh, verse, uh, chapter 9, verse 10. And I'm going to read it. Say amen once you get the word. Amen. 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 I'm going to give you a little time to get the word. I'm going to slow down just a little bit. Thank you, media ministry. But, and let's go all the way to... Uh, verse 10, verse 10, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 10. And the Bible says in verse 10, he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing. Increase the harvest of your righteousness. 
you will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. I'm a harp on verse 10. He supplies seed to the soul and bread for food. We're going to talk about that a little bit. I've been doing a little diving into my, as, as the older I get, I, I clear, I should have listened to my dad and the ones before me, but sometimes you just got to experience it yourself. You know, one of the things that I do when I get off from working long or wherever I'm coming from, me and my wife would come home and we often had these good cheap meals that we like to indulge in. And, you know, we've been on our diet kick here lately, so we hadn't been indulging too much. But we love watching the History Channel and falling asleep. <laughs> I would give all the saints today a homework assignment. I want to show you how big our God is. I started watching something yesterday, and it just blew the complete top off my mind. I started watching on Disney Plus. It's the National Geographic channel, and it was telling all the stories about NASA and how NASA is going to these different planets, and they're trying to look at the sun and Pluto and this, and they're trying to figure out a way that man can be a multi-culture society to have men here and men on Mars. <laughs> As I begin to dive into it and I begin to watch these documentaries and I encourage you to do so, don't you know it took nine years to get from Earth to Pluto traveling at the speed of light. It took nine years to do that. Now if you have to fathom that, that lets you know that God's time and God's ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. It took a man making a the $700 million spacecraft, nine and a half years to get from where we are to where Pluto is in our time. To get close enough to take pictures of this mag magical planet, right? Okay. Now I'm going to put something else in your mind. It took, man, almost 100 days to get from where we were to the sun, to get us closer to the sun at the time, it had been 60 years before man had got so close to the sun to get an actual picture of the sun because it's so hot. But it took almost 100 days to get there, traveling at a speed so fast that if you went from New York to L.A., which complete opposite ends of this world, if we was to go that speed, it would take us two and a half minutes to get from New York to L.A. at the speed it took them to get to the sun and it almost took a hundred days so now we put in perspective the majesty and the mystery of God okay and as I begin to study a little bit more and as I begin to dive into these messages and then it was some some um theory that's going on that man eventually will have to leave earth eventually the earth can't hold us any longer because eventually we need to start over. We need to make a new society, a new this, a new that. And I'm not going to get too deep on this, but I want to let you know that as I began to look into it and I began to dive into it and I began to look at my Bible and I said, what? So we went to Mars and the spaceship that was on Mars was only designed to be in function for about 90 days, but it lasted around nine years. It would gather the picture, and it was able to gather all of the uh, elements of Mars, and they began to see the craters, and they began to see the winds, and how Mars constantly has dust storms and different things occurring and going on. And they began to say, hey, we think, analyzing this rock and this, 
that there once was water here. There once was possibly life here. But it's beyond our understanding. And we need to figure out a way to get from here and make inhabitants here to where we can start over. But as I begin to look at my Bible, the Bible says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And it was good. And then the Bible goes on and says that he created the waters and he separated the heaven from the skies. And get this. They went on in their analytics and they said that at one time, Mars had a protective barrier around it that they can't explain. Can't explain. And the earth now has that protective barrier on it. It's a blue protective barrier preventing our galaxy from the waters overtaking the land. From the galaxy erupting itself, continuous storms going out. That's what they said. And I began, as I began to prepare this message, began to think we as people of God need to worry about where does our seeds come from? What have we been told about how we need to live on this earth, treat our neighbors, and do? All gifts. All seeds are from the Lord, for he gives seed to the sower. Now, let's look at that, the prerequisites. We don't have to worry about what's happening on our earth. We don't have to worry about what we see in the news. You don't have to worry about tomorrow or what tomorrow will bring. Because the Bible says that even God, at one point in time in Genesis 6 and 6, when he looked on man, he had regretted that he had even made man. That's the truth. You notice that that people is like, man, we got to leave this because eventually it's going to be wars and wars and wars and we're going to kill each other. But let's stop. Let's see this. And at one point in time, God said that he looked at man and regretted that he had made him so much that he destroyed the earth with water. The story of Noah. But he said he created a rainbow. The rainbow that he would never do it again. And then he looked and realized that the hearts of man are continuously evil. And in order to redeem us, he sent his son, Jesus. Jesus the Christ that came and died for us, for our sins. Under that understanding, we can lean and depend on what Christ alone has done for us. So let's dive a little bit deeper. Let's dive a little bit deeper. What is this prerequisite? Why, so why don't I have to worry about what's approaching me? Why don't I have to worry about tomorrow or what tomorrow may be? These are two things, seeds and so. We look at it. He says he provides seed to the sower. Okay. What prerequisite does it mean to get a seed? You got to be a sower. You got to be a sower. And then you ask that. You say, how can I be a sower to my community? How can I be a sower to the people that I'm around? Whatever vision, whatever dream that he's given you, it starts with that to sow to the people around you. For the Bible states that. If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you could tell this mountain to move and it will move. Everything is a seed. The only prerequisite to continue to get seeds is to keep sowing. That's all we got to do. He gives seed to the sower. So as we look and as we continue to go on to that, we realize that. Jesus Christ, the ultimate lamb of God, ultimate sacrifice, came down, 
He lived among us. He showed us how to love our neighbors. He showed us how we are to treat each other. That was the seed that God gave us that continues to live in us. So when our fellow brothers may feel like they can't make it, we have to sow the seed of the hope we have in Christ. The very hope we have in Christ is the seed we sow in the face of the enemy. When someone tells you you can't make it, when someone says you can't do this or this is not possible, sow the seed of hope. That's how we keep this earth going. That's how we keep this established. We continue to sow the seeds of hope. Amen. Amen out there. Is this helping anybody out there? Amen. Amen. For he gives seed to the sower. Amen. Amen. Now, as we look any further, what is the enemy's job to get us from sowing our seeds? The enemy's job to prevent us from sowing our seeds is to lie of fear, feeling you're not qualified, feeling you're not ready. It's not that time. That's the enemy's job to get us from sowing our seeds. But we have to realize that no matter where you are in life, no matter where you are, no matter where you're going, that you have a hope and a future. That this hope and this future comes from Jesus Christ, that he lived, that he died for us, for our sins, that the seed of life and hope that we have, we can share it amongst those who we are in community with. For the Bible says the strongest among you will be your servant. Why? Because the seeds that he's given, God makes a man sow his seeds to serve his fellow man. Whatever gifts you have received, use them. To serve your fellow man. That's the whole purpose. The whole meaning of this message today is that we should not worry about what we're going to do, what's coming up next, what to expect. It's to simplify, simplify our Christianity. We don't have to worry about how I'm going to speak, what I'm going to (laughs) say. He'll get me there. He'll get us there. Yes. I'll sow. Yes, I'll go. Yes, I'll do. It's not my gift that you gave. It's not my seed that you gave. It's not the seed that he's given you. The talents that he's given you, they're not yours. It's to sow, to serve. And as I close today, I want to end in a prayer. And God, I say thank you, Father, for being so faithful. I say thank you, Jesus, for who you are. Thank you, Jesus, for your love and your mercy thank you for your kindness for God you are so great Father for we have lived in your goodness Father we have been partakers of your peace and your love we pray for mercy we pray for help we pray that you open up our eyes to see the seeds that you have given each of us Father that we may sow them where you would tell us to sow Father that we may sow the seeds of love may sow the seeds of grace the same seed of hope and the same seed of love that you've given us help us to do unto others what you've done unto us help us we thank you for all that you've done and for all that you're going to do for you give seed to the soul
Thank you for listening to our podcast. Remember to like and share. And if you would like to stay connected, please subscribe to our podcast. Also, please follow us on social media through Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Or visit us in person. We are located at 236 Parker Road in the great city of Danville, Virginia. If you would like to get to our ministry, please click on the link below. Thank you again and enjoy your day.